Hey everybody, welcome back to my podcast. This is David. Today we'll be talking about killing sin. In other words, do not love the world. So, do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, love for the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passes away, and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. Love for this world pushes out the love of the Father. John gives... John says pretty much if anyone loves the world love for the father is not in him in other words the reason you shouldn't love the world is that you can't love the world and God at the same time love for the world pushes out love for God and love for God pushes out the love of the world as Jesus said no one can serve two masters For either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. So, don't love the world. Because you would put, because that would put you in the class with the God-haters, if you want to call them, whether you think you are or not. If anyone loves the world, love for the Father is not in him. That's the first reason John gives not to love the world. If you love the world, it will pass away and take you with it. The world and its lust will pass away. And then the lust of it. Nobody buys stock in a company that is sure it will go bankrupt. Nobody sets up a house in a sinking ship. No reasonable person would lay up treasure where moths and rust destroy and thieves break in to steal. The world is passing away. To set yourself, to set your heart on it is only asking for heartache and misery in the end. That's not all. Not only is the world passing away, but also the lust of it. If you share the desires of the world, you will pass away as well. You will not only lose your treasure, you will lose your life. If you love the world, you will pass away and take you with it. The world passes away in the lust of it. Saving faith and love for God. Think about that for a second. 
We have been all taught that we are saved by faith. Believe on the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. Uh, this is Acts 16.31. But we have not been as well taught what saving faith is. For example, how often do we discuss the relationship between trusting Christ and loving Christ? Completely different. Can you trust him completely and not love him? Evidently, John doesn't think so because the issue in this text is whether you love God or love the world as a result in whether you die with the world or have eternal life with God. But John knows that eternal life comes through faith. John says in 5, 5, 13, I write this to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life. So eternal life does not depend on believing in Christ, but what, but what is this believing? If we are curious and let John speak for himself, his letters fill out what he means. When he says that not loving the world, but loving God so much that we would do his will is what leads to eternal life. We learn that saving faith and love for God are the best things. Both are the path to eternal life because they are the same path. In John 5:42, Jesus confronts the Jewish leaders who do not believe on him with his words. I quote, I know that you have not the love of God within you. I have come in my Father's name and you do not receive me. How can you believe who receive glory from one another and do not seek the glory that comes from the only God? In other words, the reason they do not receive or believe on Jesus is that they do not love God. They love the world, the glory of men, not the glory of God. So Jesus taught his apostles that where there is no love for God, there can be no saving faith. Pretty much just rambling, but um, I feel like this is a good topic. Um, I think there's only, oh, there's only one way to salvation. Um, that's why John, when he comes to write his letters, he can take love for God and trust in Christ and treat them as one way of salvation. Look how he does it in 534. For this is the love of God that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not bur burden. In other words, it is our love for God that overcomes the obstacles and disobedience and makes the commandments of God a joy rather than a burden. Jacob served seven years for Rachel and they seemed to him but a few days because of the love he had for her. Genesis 29 20 love for God makes his servants his service a joy and overcomes the forces of disobedience in the but if we look at verse 4, here we say the same thing, 
but speaks over the faith instead of love. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, our faith. It's, it is faith that overcomes the world. It is faith that overcomes disobedience and renders the commandments of God a joy rather than a burden. Nothing in all the world is more important than experiencing the love for God in your heart. So the last thing that I'm rambling about and I want to say is love for God and love for the world cannot coexist according to 1st John 2:15 if your love for God is cool this morning it's because love for the world has begun to take over your heart and choke your love for God the love of the world and the love of the Father cannot coexist and every heart loves something. The very essence of our nature is desire. There is nobody in anywhere who doesn't want something. At the center of our heart is a spring of longing. But that's an awkward image, isn't it? A longing is a craving a desire a want a need but these aren't very well described as spring a spring of needs is a con- contradiction in terms springs bubble up needs suck in a longing is more like a drain or like a vacuum at the center of our hearts at the center of our heart is a sucking drain like at the bottom of a swimming pool we are endlessly thirsty but we can't suck water and air at the same time if you try to satisfy your longing by sucking air and water at the same time you will die. Yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say. I hope you take, you know, something from this. Um, I'll come back with something better. Take care. Good night.